Prosperity begins in your mind. Prosperity begins in your mind, in your mind process, in the folk, in, in your focus. What do you focus on? It it um, it begins in your intentions. What are intentions? Because um, I always I always like to say to my clients that your intentions has to be clear. Your intention has to be good, uh, directed towards good. Because if you have a, if you have a bad intentions or if you have a bad thoughts, creator does not flow into this because creator creates, and creator does not destruct. But when you start thinking the thoughts that are destructive, that are negative, that not leading you towards creating abundance in your life, prosperity in your life, creator doesn't flow with that. And automatically you start feeling withdrawn because suddenly this source energy doesn't flow through you. So prosperity to me is energy flow. When you are connected to source and when you allow source to flow through you and experience that what source wants to experience through you and you want to experience that what source wants to experience through you. Hey, it's Wei, and you're listening to Untethered and Prosperous, the podcast where we focus on the two biggest things passionate, purpose-driven entrepreneurs need to untether to become wildly prosperous and successfully happy. And those two huge anchors are bad money stories and chronic self-sabotage. So what we do is have real and inspiring conversations with amazing entrepreneurs who have done just that. So get ready to get untethered and get prosperous. Hey, it's Wei, and welcome to another episode of the Untethered and Prosperous podcast, where it's all about helping the ambitious and high-achieving, purpose-driven entrepreneurs to untether from their bad money stories or chronic self-sabotage so they can be prosperous. And for today's guest, I have an amazing individual that has well, it's currently in Mexico, but he's originally from Lithuania. So his name is Valdas Branskavichis. And he, what he has, he has a celestial coaching service that he's had for over a couple of years now. And what he does is he helps people get more clarity in life. And the way he approaches that is he helps his clients get to know themselves first right? And most people try to know everything around them except themselves first. And this is what he specializes in. From knowing the basic universal principles of the laws of the universe. So he has spent over 30 years in mastering self first. And I love that because most coaches, when they first start, well, I'm not saying most coaches, but a lot of coaches, they learn about helping other people first without first mastering self. And I love that he's already spent 30 years mastering self because knowing yourself as he believes gives the freedom to choose freedom to attract, freedom to live your life. So he's all about doing his work to help others do the same through his own experience, to be happy, to be fulfilled, and to discover their unique life and their unique self. So he believes that when people are able to create and stand strong, having their core vision and owning their path, that's what it's all about. So Valdis, thank you so much. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Way, thank you for this introduction. It sounded really interesting. Sounded really amazing. I really liked it. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just sounded <laughs> so beautiful. Of course, thank you for having me, and I'm happy and ready to sincerely and openly talk about 
myself, about the business, about life, and whatever you ask, I'm ready. Yeah, I know. And, and I love that you're willing to show up. And I know you're on vacation in Mexico and everything like that, but I'm glad you were able to make the time to show up because, you know, what I also want to make sure people realize that it doesn't matter where you are in the world uh, and what country we're from, there's always that there's a fundamental understanding, right, of what it means to be empowered, what it means to have an amazing life and what it means to become untethered and prosperous, right? So like with every guest, we always want to kind of understand what everybody's unique definition, what that is. Let's start with the first question, which is, you know, what does it mean to become untethered to you? Like in Valdis world, what does it mean to be untethered? Probably what, it is, what does it mean to be untethered? Uh-huh. I would say, I would say discovering yourself, mm-hmm. having the inner freedom, mm. having the inner freedom where your freedom fuses uh, with the freedom on the outside too. And there is, there is one freedom where you don't have to, where you don't have to call something inside and something outside because everything merges and everything fuses and you start containing it all in yourself. So to be untethered is to be free to choose, but also to be responsible for your life and responsible for your choices. Not just making choices, not just exercising your free will, but being responsible for the consequences that are coming from this tethering, from this freedom that you experience within. So in one way, you are free. In the other way, you are responsible for what is going on in your life, for your past, for your future, and for your current being in this moment. Yeah. And I love that because, you know, a lot of people don't realize that there's with that freedom comes a lot of self-empowerment, right? And with a lot of self-empowerment, it sounds like what you're saying is that there is a responsibility that comes through, but it's a good kind of responsibility, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Responsibility is key for everything. Responsibility is key for everything. I would even, I would even mention that some people think that they have to be responsible for themselves. Um, and whatever happens to them, they are not responsible. So I would like to add a little a little twist here because you are responsible for who you are and you are responsible for what happens to you because you offer the vibration and you attract the situations, people and uh, and events into your life and you are equally responsible for what's happening to you and what happens to you. And you are able to shape all these things within yourself. You are able to shift uh, to shift with your mindset, you are able to change all these things with your mindset, with having clarity about it. But um, having um, um, being responsible for yourself, for your life, also gives you a lot of freedom because you can plan your life and you can include certain events into your life. Right. I think with the I responsibility. Think, yeah, I think I think what I'm hearing from you is that you know, with the mastery of life comes the responsibility or with the responsibility that gives you the freedom to master your life by taking responsibility for all the choices, right? Or something like that. Probably responsibility comes first, mm-hmm. taking responsibility, deciding the decision to make responsible, to, to make, to be responsible, decision to be responsible, decision to be responsible gives you freedom, gives you discipline. And, and not in the bad way that you have to discipline yourself against your will. Right. You become conscious of what is happening. You become conscious of what is happening. Words, words like, 
I'm lazy or I don't want to do this or something like that. These kind of words just disappear from your vocabulary because you, um, you just use all the time in your life to be conscious, to be aware, to see what is really happening, to start sen sensing energy and start um, uh, not a gathering information, but start being in touch with the core of life, which is energy. Mm -hmm. Start being in touch and start feeling what kind of a feedback you get from life, from the energy, what you send and what you receive. And that's how you are able to regulate your life. That's how you are able to control your life, to see what kind of thoughts, what thoughts brings certain reality. And that's how you're able to manifest mm -hmm. and change your reality. Like yesterday. I would give an example, yeah? Yeah. Um, I started working more intensive around the prosperity. Start working with my mind. Start uh, conditioning my mind with prosperity, with wealth, with success. And I walked into the shop to buy some uh, tortillas, I think. And I put it on the table. And suddenly a man came in and he was buying something. And he says, how much does this cost? And I'm holding 500 pesos, which is an equivalent of 20 euros. He said, how much it costs? Oh, you have too big money. And next moment, I understood he paid it for me. Huh. I said, uh, and he walked. He paid and walked away. And, I thought, uh, and then I understood, yes, I'm working on prosperity. I'm conditioning my mind on that, that way. Right. And suddenly, signs already immediately start happening around me. It's not a big deal, you know, someone paid for your chips. But the fact right. that these things are happening when you work with your mindset is a very key and big deal. No, I love that. It's, and it's super powerful. And I, and I think from what you're saying, responsibility, talking about the ownership of that, I think it's in a way you're owning your choices, so to speak. You're owning those things that you're doing. And, and I love that you brought in this whole prosperity piece because it's a perfect transition into my next question, which is, well, let's talk about that. How would you define what it means to be prosperous, what prosperity is, because a lot of people define it, like you're saying, it's not about the money. It's about that, that flow, so to speak, right? So how, do you do, how would you define what it means to be prosperous? Prosperity begins in your mind. Prosperity begins in your mind, in your mind process, in, the fo in, in your focus. What do you focus on? It, it, uh, it begins in your intentions. What are intentions? Because um, I, always, I always like to say to my clients that your intentions has to be clear. Your intention has to be good, uh, directed towards good. Because if you have, a, if you have a bad intentions or if you have a bad thoughts, creator does not flow into this because creator creates and creator does not destruct. But when you start thinking the thoughts that are destructive, that are negative, that not leading you towards creating abundance in your life, prosperity in your life. Creator doesn't flow with that. And automatically you start feeling withdrawn because suddenly this source energy doesn't flow through you. So prosperity to me is energy flow. When you are connected to source and when you allow source to flow through you and experience that what source wants to experience through you and you want to experience that what source wants to experience through you it's all your choice and it's all fusion of your free will with creator's will 
That's what I call it. That's what I say. But also talking about prosperity, it's um, it's a power of ability to give, ability to ability to give something to this world, ability to leave um, uh, to leave um, something after yourself, something meaningful, meaningful, like legacy. a legacy or something like that. Right? Legacy, yeah. yeah. It's ability to contribute to this world. It's a, it, it's it's ability to. Um, to see this this world wherever you go, you're in Mexico, you're in Estonia, in UK, whatever, United States, everything is your home. All the people around are your brothers and sisters, spiritual brothers and sisters, not just you know, not not your blood blood brothers and sisters, but <laughs> but spiritual brothers and sisters. And everywhere is your home, and you have to take responsibility for everything because we are all one, we are all united, we are all connected, and. Some beautiful things that you do in one place always come back to you because your good intentions breed more of the good intentions. Your good deeds always breed more. It brings more prosperity into your life. Mm-hmm. The more prosperous thought you think, the more abundant thoughts you think, the more big thoughts you think, the thoughts that are related and um, directed to supporting humanity, supporting love, supporting good connection between people, the more of it you create for yourself and for the world. Right. So, so from what I understand is what you went, how you would define prosperity. First and foremost, it's that energy flow, which I absolutely love. And I totally agree with because it's, that's just how it is. Resonance, frequency, dissonance, all that different is, is, is a part of that. And, and the fact that you layered in the fact that to be prosperous is to not only live within that flow, but also to make an impact, to flow what it is and why it is that you're here to give, right? And in a way, prosperity then supports, it sounds like what you're saying is that prosperity then supports you in your journey to give and leave your legacy and down the road. They'll, you'll get, you get tortillas paid by, by, by somebody else. <laughs> As well, I would like to add, yeah. I would like to add something that um, when you look at the life that way, Mm-hmm. Whatever you do to others, you do to yourself too. Because when you, con- when you transition into your higher nature, when you transition into your higher self, some people call it self, I call it nature, because uh, there is one self. Then you start seeing and containing everything within you. Neighbor, your, whoever you meet in the world, mm-hmm. and another human being. You have the same attention to yourself you start loving yourself the same way as you love other people. So the same way you contribute to someone else's life, you contribute to your life. That's what I would like to add towards prosperity. So whatever you do to others, you multiply this more for yourself too. And whatever attention and how, like whatever relationship you have to others, mm-hmm. same relationship you have to yourself. Right. And I think in, 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 that, in that regard, you also have to be willing to receive what comes back to you, right? And it's not just absolutely, the- <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But that's where that's where the self love comes in. That's mm-hmm. where self respect comes in. That you are not only giving, giving, and giving, but you have to have first. You have to fill yourself first to give. So of course, receiving part is the same as you would give to someone. You give to yourself too. Not like this is for me and this is for you, but no, this is for you. And this is exactly for me too. But 
from a little bit higher perspective, not like this is me and this is you, but we are both together in this one, in the one. And I give to you and I give to myself too. Right. So it's like that's a full I, that's circle. That's how I see it. It's like a full circle. That's, what, right? that's how I see it. Yeah. That's like a circle. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful and so good. I mean, I mean, if you if you're listening to this podcast right now, and I, maybe if, maybe you can listen to it again and take notes because there are so many different layers to what Valdez was just sharing right now, and so really profound things that are just so relevant to the times right now um, with everything that's going on in the world. So let's talk a little bit because you know someone will listen to you and say, "Wow, I mean, this guy obviously lives a very zen and prosperous life." But it wasn't always that way, right? I mean, I, I, you, you shared a little bit about the story of how you grew up in Lithuania and everything and kind of like the very humble beginnings. Let's talk a little bit about that in terms of, you know, where you started from, how you get got to where you are today and what was like the biggest untethering? What was the biggest challenge that you feel that you needed, you needed to let go of in order for you to have what you have today? Because where you are right now is literally paradise. I mean, as we're talking... I can almost feel like I'm there. I'm hearing the birds. I'm hearing everything that are just like so beautiful over there. So tell me a little bit where, where you came from, where you are today. And what was, I mean, share with the audience, what is the biggest thing that you had to let go of in order to, to have what you have today? Okay. Okay. Let me share the story with you. Indeed. I lived in the place I lived and was born in the place in Soviet Union where like five-story houses, mm -hmm. and there's, a, of course, a lot of boys, a lot of girls would be gathering around because there were four or five five-story buildings. And it was a rough place. It was a rough place, I would say. Some people would even be walking around so not to walk through our place. And on one side of the, on one side of the estate, there was a prison. Mm -hmm. On the other side, it was a slaughterhouse. Wow. So this kind of a place. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit ghetto. <laughs> <again. laughs> yeah. But you know, um, I was not really, I was not really always satisfied just hanging around the boys and girls in that place where I was living. And I was always trying to walk a little bit away to find another places to, to explore a little bit further away from this, from, from where I was living. That's, that's the place where I was brought for, but I was always looking around. I was always trying to search the deeper meaning of this world. Mm -hmm. And my mother liked books, but she is more intellectual person. And she would read the books, read and read and read and read. But would, whenever I would ask my mother, what did you read? Let Tell me more. Ah, read yourself. Ah, nothing serious. <laughs> and so on and so on. Just read yourself. Right. She, was, she was reading it like, you know, not to understand, but to spend the time maybe and to find a good story. But when I started reading the books, I started living in those books. And I started searching for what is deeper. What is the meaning of this life? Is it really, this has to be like that. And I was also, uh, on the other hand, I was singing in a choir. I was dancing in a ball dancing. Wow. I was singing solo, solo as well. And then I was in uh, literature contests where I would be standing on the stage and speaking. Right. And not really, there were no, there, there were no events at my school or even in the town where I wouldn't be invited. I was dragged in there and I was standing on the stage and speaking and saying or singing or doing something. And it was a little bit difficult to me because boys would, would laugh at me sometimes, you know, and so on. But also I was a little bit like a fighting personality because all I saw around is a little bit of uh, a, a lot of, a lot of uh, um, 
resolving the conflicts with your fists. Right. Okay? Fighting. <laughs> and and couple, yeah. And yeah. a couple of times, couple of times I was beaten. Mm. And this actually, I remember one situation when someone came in to me and say, okay, either you, either you, you know, give up or I'll beat you to the, to the end. Mm. And that was the moment when my ego first time started like, oh, 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 I'd step back. This was the choice that I remember until this day. And this gave me something in my mind, some leading from within I felt at that time that, no, I really have to, I really can't go that way. I have to settle down, have to fall back a little bit, not to go into the conflict. Right. And and then um, I made a decision to study, study music. And at the last moment, I decided instead of going to one city, to go to another city. And this decision brought me to, to the places where I met my spiritual teacher. Mm. And this was complete change in my life from 19 years of age. I stopped drinking because I was drinking already. I was smoking. I stopped drinking. I stopped smoking. I was sick already. I had an eczema at that time and i started cleansing my body i started cleansing my thoughts changing my mind learning to meditate meditating long time long hours uh doing this the, the the energy exercises really complete change of life oh and at the last four years when i was living with the teacher already uh it actually lasted for four and a half years when i was living with him my life trans- transformed completely I had certain enlightenments, small enlightenments within me. I this was with the Buddhist uh, Buddhist um, deities, okay. enlightenments. Right. So there was there were so many events that led me to complete transformation. And right. my teacher said, you know, if you saw the light within you, you will never be able to stop. And he was right. I continued and continued and continued and continued to this day, wow. every single day. Wow. And from the age of 19, from the age of yeah, 19, yeah. that's amazing Correct, yeah. because most I'm people- 58 now, 49 now. So it's 30 years. Okay. Yeah. We're about the same age. Holy cow. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're like brothers, uh, but oh, wow. So you, your journey started really early and then you just never stopped. You never looked back, huh? Never stopped. Never stopped. I had to learn to live from that state of mind because I grew into this higher consciousness. I meditated for long times and I grew in this higher consciousness. And from that higher consciousness, I had to learn to live, to, to, to relate to, to people, to relate to how they are, to, to find a girlfriend, to start a family. And, and all that started from this kind of different level because at some point I felt like creator, what I'm doing here? looks like I've achieved everything. And suddenly what I'm doing here, but then family life started, business started, another business started. Then I moved to Ireland to live and then divorce. And then UK, lived in UK in London for six years. All this life was lived constantly and consciously. Mm. And as you say, it was not always good. Uh, there was, uh, regardless of all these achievements in spiritual levels, yeah. there were always some lack mentality, problems with money, problems with um, all kinds of things, you know, because, because of the thinking. Yeah, that's interesting because a lot of people will think that 
you know, and, and I love that you're sharing this because a lot of people will think that, you know, when they go deep into spirituality, they almost forget that they're also still human. <laughs> yeah. There's still right. a whole Some human being, forget. right? That houses that spiritual enlightenment and that awareness. And despite that awareness, that awareness and enlightenment, that journey at the age of 19, you still went through a very human life. Correct. And, and I think there's something to be said about that, right? Yeah. Uh, what I would say about it, that we are here on this planet, mm -hmm. that some people call illusion. Some mm -hmm. people, oh, it's illusion. And some people <laughs> neglect this life. And right. some people just, oh, it doesn't matter. It's not important. What's important is who you are within. And my mission right now and my work right now is to bring that spiritual power into natural human life into practicality and i bring all this bl bl bliss all this good feeling and um, humor and joy of every moment of every day into this moment and bring all that abundant energy into this moment and i say look i'm happy on this planet i'm delighted living this wonderful life regardless of what's happening i'm already now living eternity already now feel the pulsation of eternity within me but I don't need to get anywhere to any enlightenment. I don't need any nirvanas or anything. I'm absolutely, wonderfully, blissfully happy where I am. And experimenting with the mindset, changing mindset, transforming mindset, helping people to do the same thing is absolutely, absolutely wonderful work that yeah. I'm doing. No, no. And me, I mean... Yeah, for you, but at the same time, you're also helping people in the process. And I and I love what you're talking about here is about what you're doing. Is, and I think this is a big issue right now. It's like spirituality becomes almost academic where people go to school, but they don't learn how to apply it. They go to school and they learn all these amazing things and they have these internal awakenings, but they forget that this needs to also be applied to the physical reality of existing as a human being, <laughs> right? You see, why I think I think lack of spiritual teachers, lack of spiritual leaders in this world. Um, you know, some people take small niches like teaching law of attraction. Some other teaches something about uh, uh, ascend, uh, ascending of humanity to the higher level. Some other teaches yet something else. But there is no fundamental. There is no fundamental, proper fundamental for many people. And proper fundamental is, of course, creator within you, is source, connection to source, your connection to source, and living life here right now and impacting and influencing this life, not somewhere in heaven or somewhere else, but here and now. In physical I reality, that, you know, right? Yeah. I believe that people reality. should be taught this at school. Yeah. Kids should be taught this at school of a practical application of the spiritual reality, of a practical benefits. Uh, of opening yourself, relating to yourself better, understanding who you are, understanding how your mind works, how you create reality, how you live this life and what this life means altogether. I believe this should be taught to everyone. Yeah. 
And so after everything that you've gone through in terms of trying to, sounds like you're trying to synchronize your spiritual understanding awareness with the physical reality of the life that you're living, trying to spend years fixing, trying to synchronize that, right? And now you're helping others do the same. Where, where, is, where is life now for you? I mean, I know it's amazing because you get to travel and work from anywhere <laughs> and have that level of freedom. Where is life for you right now in terms of this uh, as the synchronization of your spirituality and the physical world. I understand. So, um, you see, we are one personality. We are one personality possessing human nature and possessing animal nature as well, evolutionary nature. And evolutionary nature, if we would be taking the neuroscience, would be if we would be taking our brain, it's a reptilian mind, fight and flight, and this one's survival mechanisms. And there are frontal lobes, which is human brain. Okay? So transitioning from the lower human nature into the higher human nature, it's quite not an easy process. For some takes time, genetical influences of the human beings. Some, some people can't even process this spiritual energy. For some, it looks like some completely different reality, which actually is completely different reality. Because... Uh, you have to do everything opposite in order to transition to that different reality. Instead of fearing, you have to walk into the fear. Instead of running away, you have to stand and, and, and not fight, but, but walk into it and explore it. Be curious. R uh, refuse the fear. Embrace love. Embrace, embrace life. So in terms of that, we are one personality, but it depends what choices do we make. If we make the choices towards higher reality, then we act in one way. If we make choice towards lower reality, of course, we have this lower reality. But to answer your question, I would say when I transitioned and understood this um, spiritual reality well and mastered a lot of it, of course, there is always next level and next level and next level. So the lower human nature becomes the instrument. You control it. You um, have an experience through it, through your senses, through your eyes, through your feelings. You, you feel, you, you integrate it all, but your higher nature always stands first. And from your higher nature, you have these experiences, while the body and this evolutionary nature is something that you have to control or tether or or make sure it's in the right place and it's not getting above you and not taking over you. Not, you're not becoming angry or you're not becoming, becoming um, jealous or something like that. But you are always in yourself with your quiet mind, connected to source, being a human being of, the, of this spiritual human being, but at the same time containing this um, Evolutionary, evolutionary side of you and uh, mastering it. Right, right. So that's where is the gradation. That's where I stand in this, um, so in this process. Right, so that's where you're at right now. And that's why, you know, Celestial Coaching is all about helping others get to that point as well, right? Ideally. Right? Absolutely. So, so what's next? You know, I know where you are where we're at, where you're at right now with the business, you know? And so what would you say over the next, I don't know, 12 months, 24 months, what's next for you? Celestial coaching. Is it going to be celestial coaching? And, 
And what does that look like? Celestial coaching, yes, is going to be that way. Celestial coaching is going to influence relationships of people, of how they see themselves, of how they see others, how they relate to others and themselves. It's going to be about helping the business world as well to, to manage their relationship to themselves, to find the work-life balance. That's what's going to be for, 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 the, for the business. But for myself personally, uh, my current goal or my current uh, journey, not even goal, I don't call it goal anymore. It's a journey all the time because every moment, but my vision and my direction of my thoughts is financial nirvana. So it would be constant prosperity flow. So I wouldn't need to think about that side. It would be unconsciously competent, as uh, Kevin Trudeau say. Right, okay? right, right. So it would be natural. So my thoughts would be always directed and never connected to my bank account. You know, when there is nothing, you are unhappy and you're worried. When there is a lot, you're happy and, 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 and joyful and do whatever. I don't want to have that connection. I want to have this manifesting whatever I need and want constantly. That's what it means to me, manifesting whatever I need constantly for myself, for others. So I would be able to do my work because this is the labor of life for me, labor of love for me. I don't do anything else, just this. I, of course, I'm a therapist, shiatsu therapist, and do some other, some other courses beside it sometimes. But this is something I love and I could do without any, without any financial reward or something. Okay? So that's what I'm going to continue towards for myself. This is financial prosper, financial prosperity and financial, financial nirvana within me, the state of mind. That's what I want to master next. Yeah. And so what do you feel is the next necessary untethering that needs to happen for you to be able to achieve that or for be able to, to be in full-blown in that journey? What would you say is that next growth or yeah, untethering that needs to happen within you or you know, in your life? You know, money... Every all the time, money for me was a little bit of, an, of, of a difficulty. Probably that formed my childhood because mm -hmm. I had a little mm -hmm. bit of a lack mentality around money. Right. And sometimes I would steal food, and sometimes I was stealing money to buy the food. Oh, got okay. it. Yeah, that's me. Right. I had all these kind of an issues within in, inside of me in my childhood, and money was always some kind of a painful point for me. It was always mm. painful point for me. Right. I would make a lot of them. I would lose. Right. I would make again. And this kind of a waving around all the time, you know, you're making in and then you're, you're unhappy again. So um, probably that's what I want to master. So it would disappear. But for me, mindset, the mindset, ability to, ability to think prosperous thoughts all the time, regardless of the situation, because everything begins in the mind. Everything depends on your vibration. And the example about tortillas was 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 perfect example, because when you start connecting your mind, connecting your intention, connecting your belief systems, and when you start conditioning yourself towards prosperity, money, towards wealth, it just cannot not happen. It starts happening. It starts flowing to you. And I've noticed this, and I've, I've, I've achieved that already at some point in my life. Before, before my family broke, I've already achieved these things, you know. So 
now it's moment when I'm doing it consciously again and constantly working towards that to manifest that reality into my life so it would become default all the time. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, I, and I love that you're sharing that and it's, it's good to, be, and it's, it's, you know, I, I want to acknowledge you for that vulnerability because a lot of people, you're not alone in that. Apparently a lot of, well, this is the space I work in. So I see it all the time. A lot of people have those types of challenges when it comes to money, that energy around money. There's like this, like this dichotomy of like, it's important. And yet like, there's a little bit of like that trauma or pain around and stuff like that. What would you, what do you think would be the steps to kind of like get that taken care of? What, what, what are, what is your plan to kind of handle that piece? First of all, conditioning, self-conditioning. You have to, you have to grow out of yourself a little bit and, st- and you have to understand what this is between your two ears is and how to condition it, how to make it work for you, how to, how, how, how your mind should start attracting prosperity. But first of all, is a mindset, the mindset and mindset again and mindset again. If you, if I would say to three points, first mindset, second mindset, third one mindset. I think fourth one okay. is mindset too. <laughs> and fourth one is mindset too. Absolutely. <laughs> knowing how to work with your mind, knowing how to condition your mind and trusting that everything starts from the mind and seeing the synchronicities of what your thoughts are, or say, for example, taking the current events in your life and tracing it back to the thoughts, what you were thinking and what is happening right now. And you would be amazed in what detail it happens. In detail. You know, I'll tell you this. Uh, in Soviet Union, they've been selling very good and beautiful uh, and very tasty cornbread. And I somehow started missing. I would like to, t- to, 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 to eat that bread. I would like that cornbread. This cornbread is something I'm missing. Mm, it was so tasty. Now I'm in Mexico. Corn. Cornbread everywhere. <laughs> you know, everywhere. Right. Cornbread, tortillas, everything. Corn, yeah. corn, corn, corn. Yeah. Manifest, everything manifests into the smallest details. So whatever, whatever focus you give, whatever thoughts you give, focus to materialize always so prosperous prosperous thoughts seeing yourself wealthy saying wealthy things to yourself like i'm so wealthy i'm so wealthy wealthy is waiting for me or even saying your name Aldous, you're so wealthy look at look at the you know seeing the visions of that this starts attracting prosperity to you your prosperity because you're born rich you have to claim all that because mm-hmm. your mindset, mm-hmm. which lack of the mindset is something that shields you from that, what is actually given to you. Yeah. Probably creator is waiting for you to come and say, Hey, look, this is yours. Just take it. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that the, the position that all the wealth and riches that you, that you have in life are already there. It's just a matter of whether or not you are willing to go and claim it. And, and so, you know, a lot of the work that, you know, that I end up doing with a lot of my students and clients is around the stories around money, right? That's what we call it, bad money stories, right? And, and so those stories that are then attached to then create beliefs that are, I guess, that keep us from claiming that wealth, claiming those riches that are just there waiting. Because I think, you know, when, when, when we learn about the abundance of things in the world, that there's a limitless supply of whatever it is that we want, you know, whether it be tortillas or cornbread or even money, right? Yeah. 
And it just depends on what perspective and what stories we have around those those items that we want. So, you know, it's interesting because you help so many people with those aspects. And, and I love that you're, you're, you're saying that, well, the next piece for me is to finally kind of like get to the bottom of all that charge that you grew up with around money. Right. And that would basically be, if that's released, then who knows what's in store for, you know, celestial coaching and everything that else that you're doing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Love that. And that's, and that's like a perfect example of all that we talk about on this podcast. It's about those bad money stores, a chronic self-sabotage. And I love that you brought in the, the unconscious competence because of what a lot of people don't realize is that we, so many people stop at conscious competence and then it becomes this grind when in reality, there's one more level of integration, right? Which is unconscious competence, which is you don't have to think about it. Like you're saying, to have, be able to have that financial flow and that abundance so that you can put 100% of your conscious energy and time into what it is that you do, how it is that you help others. Right. And also yourself and living yourself. Prosperous life, happy life, being in the moment life, flowing with life life, trusting life instead of trusting yourself and being fearful of what's next trusting that whatever comes to you, whatever comes to you is either to teach some lesson or to, to unfold some beautiful things for you. But I always just would like to add a little nugget here that being in your lower nature, um, maybe I'll start a little bit different way. Universe is balanced or seeking balance all of the time. And being in your lower nature is not being in balance, mm-hmm. not being in balance. And the universe will always seek to bring you back to balance, sending you situations, sending you people, sending you, sending, sending you anything to address that imbalance within you. And it is for you to recognize it and start changing and looking deeper within you, not to fight the universal forces and universal intelligence who is showing you things, not to fight them and think that, oh, what is happening? I'm so unhappy and so unlucky. And then wind yourself into the circles of unhappiness and luckiness and, and bad luck or bad things. But rather recognize those things that are coming into you and know that being in your lower nature is being out of balance and universe seeks balance and universe constantly seeks to take you out of it, constantly seeks to take you into your higher nature, into your balance into your relaxed state, into your prosperous thoughts, into your abundant thoughts, into in the abundance of life, into love, into all these beautiful things. You just have to stop resisting that. And stop reacting. In- yeah, I love that because it's, it's very much in alignment with what I say all the time is that everything that we experience in life can either be a reason, excuse, or an opportunity. And, and that's what, that's exactly what you spoke to right there. So total resonance. I totally uh, am in alignment with what you're saying. So very, very cool. Well, absolutely. When, you know, here's the thing, someone's going to listen to everything that you just shared in this episode. And, you know, there's so many good nuggets of profound shift and thoughts that can come from just listening and maybe even applying what you've been talking about. So if someone hears this 
and wants to experience more of you or wants to connect with you, what's the best way that someone can connect with you? Probably the best way in this day, this day and, and life is Facebook. Oh, oh Facebook. Okay. Facebook DM message. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Facebook DM message. Kind of like how we met, right? Very simple. Very simple. Yeah, okay, great. Absolutely. So, yeah. So if you want to meet, if you want to connect with Valdas, I'm gonna. The links are gonna be below in the description. Go ahead and click on that. Check him out. Friend him. Connect with him. Really easy to connect to. Really easy. And he doesn't. You know, there's no ego there. He'll talk with you if you are just wanting to connect and having a conversation because that's the kind of guy he is. So an amazing. And if you want to learn more, I mean, there's so many more details about, you know, his life and everything. Um, definitely. If you get into a conversation with him, go deeper on that, ask him more questions because he's very generous with what he loves to do, which is to help people in general. So Valdez, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, sharing your time, Really look forward to how hopefully this episode will be able to kind of inspire somebody to really go deep, you know, and understand because there's so much that you brought to the table. I mean, it's it's obvious, like you've been doing this for a long time, you know, just the way your perspective is and how authentic it comes when you are just sharing it. So I appreciate you, you know, showing up and being on the show. Thank you, Wei, for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed talking and talking is really flow on, on your podcast. We are really flowing. We are really, we are really just sharing, sh sharing the experience and sharing. And so, yeah, probably the last thing I would like to tell to people, last message, you know, that um, take care of your life. Start living your life. Do not live life of others. Do not look around. Focus on yourself. Focus on your prosperity. Focus on your connection to source, to creator. Focus on who you truly really are. Understand yourself and start living your life because you are here. You are on the journey. You are on the constant journey alone. Today you meet one person. Tomorrow you meet someone else. Next day or next moment you meet someone else but you are always coming back to yourself, to your thoughts, to your life. Do not try to be like someone. Find your uniqueness. Find your prosperity. Find yourself. That's the key thing that you have to do in this world, nothing else. And also, you don't have to do anything in this world. Enjoy human experience. You don't have to reach anything. You don't have to make anything happen. There is no obligation in you for it. Enjoy human life with love, with happiness, every moment. Right. And prosperity will come. Do what you want and prosperity will come. I love that. So good. Thank you so much, Father. Appreciate you taking time. Uh, I look forward to what will unfold for you, over, you know, in the near future. Um, but um, yeah, again, if you want to connect with Valdez, connect in the links below. But other than that, again, thank you, Valdez. Appreciate you. Thank you, Wei. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening because you listening is what inspires our guests and me to continue doing what we can to help untether and elevate more human beings to new heights of prosperous success. Now, if what you heard today inspired you to want to finally untether from the bad money stories or chronic self-sabotage behavior patterns that's been holding you back, 
then you'll want to join our exclusive members-only private podcast that dives deeper into the topics discussed here, along with more actionable strategies, tips, and trainings. Just click on the link in the description of this episode to find out more. Until next time.